The National Institutes of Health recently announced a policy pertaining to foreign subrecipients of NIH funding that includes new requirements for sharing scientific data. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with Salim Abdul Karim, a professor at the University of KwaZulu-Natal and Columbia University, director of the Center for the AIDS Program of Research in South Africa, and a member of the journal's editorial board. Dr. Abdul Karim has co-authored a perspective article about the potential effects of the new policy on international research collaboration. Dr. Abdul Karim, what exactly is the NIH planning to require under this new policy? The NIH, as one of the world's leading authorities and funders of research in global health, has investigators all over the world who are either directly funded by the NIH or are indirectly funded through subcontracts to U.S. institutions. Traditionally, the NIH has had certain requirements of international investigators. Those requirements relate to certain audit requirements, certain information sharing requirements, and what the NIH has proposed to do in this new rule and new set of regulations that it has created is that it requires international investigators to now provide very detailed documentation on a regular basis, three monthly or six monthly, depending on which source you look at in terms of the regulations. So why is that a problem? Well, the problem is that they are requiring a level of information that would be not just onerous, but would be difficult to comply with in many settings because it's asking for notebooks, it's asking for individual patient data and studies that involve thousands of pages of patient information would need to be shared. And this poses a real challenge in certain settings where local laws don't allow it. Or in the case of certain settings, it also changes the relationship between international investigators and U.S. primary recipients. So what was the impetus for the change and what's the time frame for implementing it? There was an, an investigation that was undertaken in relation to a grant that was held by the NIH, which involved U.S. investigators and Chinese investigators, in which in detail laboratory information was requested and that wasn't forthcoming. So in response to that, the NIH has created a rule now that covers all research, not just research where there is a certain risk or a certain investigations that have pandemic potential, but they are requiring of all research, even research that's not got anything to do with infectious diseases. So that's going to lead to a set of rules that way exceeds what's required to cover the original problem. In order to fix the original problem, the NIH would simply require certain extra data sharing rules for specific studies that involve infectious diseases that may be of pandemic potential. And that would pretty much cover what is required. But instead, they've gone for a blanket rule that covers all research that is undertaken in international settings. So what potential consequences do you see to what you describe as an overreaction to inadequate oversight, specifically when it comes to the ability to conduct research effectively? 
first and most pernicious of problems that's going to emanate is that the whole world has been moving towards collaboration on the basis of mutual respect and mutual trust. Those are fundamental to global collaborations. This new rule is one that requires unilateral sharing of information. So it doesn't require domestic U.S. institutions to share this information, or it requires international investigators to share this. So that means international investigators will be sharing their information with U.S. colleagues, but not vice versa. So that undermines, at a very fundamental level, the nature of scientific collaborations and the nature in which we build relationships in global health. That kind of openness, honesty, and accountability between partners is pretty standard practice. This rule challenges that and undermines that by creating a unilateral relationship that is imbalanced between U.S. and international institutions. So that's, for me, probably the single biggest challenge that this rule is going to create. Could U.S. research institutions do anything to reduce the burden on foreign collaborators that would be associated with these requirements? The level of information that will now be required is enormous. I mean, if you take a single study that's, let's say, an international clinical trial, the number of pages of data that is generated on a daily basis can number in the thousands. So if you require, if the NIH is requiring all of that information to become available every three months or every six months, that's, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of patients in some instances. So that's an enormous amount of information. If you take the number of laboratory studies and notebooks and information that's stored, it's onerous. I'm not even sure who's got the time or energy or effort to sit and actually go through any of this. Is this just collecting information to say, to tick a box, or you know, now we've got accountability. If there was a genuine attempt to fix the original problem, then it would be a genuine attempt to start to define those studies where this becomes an issue, and then to focus on those studies and get the necessary information the NIH feels it needs for accountability, and not to have this kind of blanket rule. So finally, in that regard, what do you see as the alternative approaches to accountability? The NIH has already established pretty good systems that apply to international investigators that ensure that information is shared. And those usually relate to the sharing of information at the end of the study where the data sets are collated. It relates to sharing of information where specific requirements that are unique to the NIH. For example, the NIH requires a very specific financial audit, and those are routinely done by contractors in the various countries where the NIH has collaborators. I think that it would be simple enough to require any additional information for certain studies to be implemented by those contractors, or for the NIH to require very high-risk research to account directly to the NIH. So I think that that would solve this problem, and it wouldn't create this kind of onerous approach that these new regulations are proposing to do. In fact, they, they are just counterproductive 
They're going to lead to large amounts of information. They're going to cost a huge amount to implement. And they're not going to address the actual issue, which is you want information on those particular studies where you are concerned. Instead, you're going to have mountains of data that you won't be able to go through. Thank you, Dr. Abdul Karim.